Hi, everyone. Uh, this is Dan Hausman. I'm here with the Novel Cohorts podcast with uh, the Graticule team. I'm here with Mitchell Goldberg from NTT, and we're interested in sharing a dialogue over some podcasts about ways we can create insights off of healthcare data using radiology and related information. We'll probably do a couple of these to, to dive deep so we, we can keep your attention. And let's just start with introductions. Um, you know, Mitchell, maybe you can introduce yourself and explain what is NTD Data Services and, and what are you doing in the real world data business? Yeah, thanks, Dan. Um, NTD Data Services uh, is a digital business and IT service leader, part of a $109 billion uh, corporation called the NTT Group. We're based out of Plano, Texas. And we help organizations accelerate and sustain value through uh, learning about digital journeys. And in this particular case, um, my, my team, we have a service called Advocate AI that's part of the healthcare provider organization. And we team with our life sciences and with Graticule uh, to address the challenges of bringing data uh, from multiple locations into a, a data cooperative so that people can process and digest that data to gain insights um, into um, medical imaging and associated reports and EMR data. And we're pretty excited to be working with Radical. And uh, this is Dan, to give folks uh, a background on Graticule. We're really founded to, to help organizations run the types of studies they're interested in with what we call advanced real world data. That means we're focused on the types of studies that require more than just claims information or basic structured EMR. You know, we both do work that looks like a contract research organization where we're doing studies in conjunction with health systems, as well as doing work to try and build out studies with complex data sets like uh, what's available through NTT and, and AI, sometimes even linking data together. And we're just super excited to be working with the team at NTT because there's a really rich data source and some great tools on top of it that that I think clients will really be interested in. So Mitchell, maybe you can tell me a bit about, you know, how does this data get to you? How big is this data set you're working with? Um, what, what makes your offering so powerful? So we're excited, but maybe you can talk about what got you excited and what you guys are working on. Sure. So that's a that actually goes back to a legacy company that was acquired and brought into the NTT family. Um, we started working with medical images and associated reports in hospitals, medical centers, oncology centers way back in 2000. So since that service inception, we've processed well over 450 million imaging studies across thousands of clinical sites. Um, and it's always been a hybrid cloud offering. Uh, that allowed us to not only facilitate the management of the imaging, but also the exchange of the imaging. And in 2015, we began a journey to help our clients go beyond just enterprise imaging as a service and launched the specific um, data cooperative service called Advocate AI. And that's what, so what that does is it allows us to bring not only NTT data clients, but um, people that are interested in accelerating the adoption of intelligent automation and AI uh, for the purposes of solving clinical real world problems. And forming in this cooperative, uh, 
uh, bringing pharma, AI companies, data science, and real clinical data, uh, real clinical evidence to the um, to make it actionable, right? So it's a network that continues to grow. And um, when we started um, with you l late last year, uh, we have um, uh, grown to have uh, over 8 million studies um, cataloged and available for data mining from multiple locations, uh, all in the U.S., but you know our vision is to go beyond the U.S., as Graticule has done, and support um, at scale the uh, automation of data curation, uh, because it's really, that's the secret, right, to advancing artificial intelligence, is having access to the data, being able to um, bring together data at scale and ensure that it's de-identified but correlatable to not only the diagnostic imaging reports and the imaging services, but other types of lab data, genomic data, pathology data, and bringing that all together to do the studies that Graticule is being asked to do. So we're really excited. So maybe I can talk a little bit about what gets us excited about uh, working with your team. Um, yeah, first of all, it's hard to find, um, you know, big data. You know, people have been talking about big data for a long time, about you know a place where you can do um, research with enough scale, where there's enough content to be able to look at a specific problem, and the fact that you have so many clients and you've done the work to negotiate agreements back to the providers that are willing to participate in this. You know, machine learning development, decision support development, any of the tools and algorithms we can put together so that we can find enough of whatever kind of imaging study we need to, to build these analytics. Um, it's very helpful. Um, and so, you know, we get excited and we are excited as we've been working with your team that we can find the kind of scale that's necessary to answer hard questions. But that's really just the beginning because I think for us, that's being able to answer, you know, static data questions, but there's also capabilities and tools built within your infrastructure to make it a lot easier to do the kind of work we're trying to do. And that's within the tools of Advocate AI to be able to do that curation work so that we can not have to build lots of tools and focus on the studies we want to run and be able to have, you know, a curation model of imaging studies and annotation tools all integrated with the data itself, which isn't something that, that's easy to find out there. I'd also say on top of that, um, you know, the grand vision of all this stuff, you know, hey, we do AI, you know, I think if you were to dig in and ask people, has there been a big ROI to AI? It, it hasn't emerged completely yet. And you know, in order to get a benefit from being able to, to make different decisions to improve the workflow of clinical teams, you know, we need a place where there's scale integrated into the health system as well. And so we're, we're really looking forward to some of the future phases, what we can do together um, to be able to take algorithms we can build and train and validate inside of retrospective data um, and, and connect up with some of the health systems that um, Mitchell's team at NTT and Advocate AI have set up to 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 be able to have an intervention with full impact patients, um, and I think it's going to be possible because you know we are connected to a group that that's really deeply integrated into the health systems as well as some of the life sciences companies um, that are out there looking to do these kinds of things. 
that, that's a really good point, Dan. Not to not to take you off your talk track, but um, you know, seventy to eighty percent of the time, and thus cost is associated with curating data and preparing it for all of the science that that Radicule provides, right? And our customers, our joint customers, are providing. Um, what we're trying to do at scale is use intelligent automation to take all of this dirty data and make it harmonious so that it can be integrated and, and analyzed. And one of the interesting projects, and we'll talk a little bit more about that, is understanding um, what we've discovered that sometimes there's data missing from the reports that's extractable from the images themselves, which creates a stronger data set for some of your clients to um, explore their ideas. Yeah, and you know, I'd say you know, looking into the projects we've been working on together because we have done uh, a number of these studies so far. You know, I'll, I'll give an example, which was, um, you know, it's often important to obtain measurements of different organ systems to see if a disease is progressing, um, and especially if it's progressing rapidly, which means that it's more important to do an intervention, whether it's a, uh, you know, total kidney volume, it's tumor growth. Uh, it's you know changes in, in cardiac tissue, and you know what we found is by working with a scale set of images, we can find a whole lot of data that can be automatically pulled out of radiology reports, which have already put in those measurements of you know the volumetric dimensions of organs over time, which which give a strong indication of progression. Um, but if we dive all the way into the images themselves often those measurements have been embedded in the image and there's more measurements and more information exactly. in those images that yep. aren't stored in the text reports. Um, and so depending upon the, the level of um, value that can be gleaned from building out the NLP, OCR, uh, maybe even full AI to, to make the measurements directly on the image, you know, we can really get to, at scale, understanding, in this case, progression. Um, which is a pretty critical piece for understanding, you know, who really needs to be treated or not treated with a drug. Um, if the folks you're looking for are the ones that are rapidly progressing, or maybe looking at whether or not they're benefiting from a treatment to see if we're stopping progression or, or reversing it. Um, so, you know, it, it's great to have all the capabilities and the tools. And I think we're going to see that there's a lot of um, value just in, measuring things in radiology that's never been done before at scale. That's, that's a great point. And, you know, it's oncology, it's radiology. You know, our vision is to go into dermatology and other areas. But two points that you made I just want to expand upon quickly. One is the ROI of artificial intelligence doesn't come from simply the detection and measurement. As you pointed out, it's it's taking action on those measurements to intervene to to either early detect and therefore um, reduce the level of intervention, or ensure through precision medicine that the intervention that you're providing is effective. So that's really where the ROI from AI comes from. Um, and I think you other you also mentioned um, you know being that we have all sorts of um, imaging uh, in our portfolio, and it's growing, right? Um, if you look at the um, needs for de-identification, 
at scale. Um, that's one of the tools that comes with the Advocate AI, but also it's identifying the measurements that may be uh, in a screen capture for an ultrasound that we can extract that weren't in the report. So um, it is, it, we've learned a lot in working through the, the projects that you've been uh, uh, bringing to the team and we're really excited to then help uh, customers um, especially with early adoption, um, marry opportunities where they participate in Advocate AI to link them um, uh, up with perhaps some of your customers who are interested in piloting their ideas. So it's really a community that Advocate AI fosters um, uh, through the data cooperative, not just a, um, a data repository. Uh, and I would say, you know, on our side, um... Now that we've done some of these projects, you know, we're learning how to build tools to make the process much faster, as well as to find tools that can, in a less directed way, you know, instead of picking a certain organ to get the measurements, for example, looking across all measurements in the whole system to see where there might be critical mass that could support, you know, known drugs, known diseases that could be improving patient care if we just developed out some of those measurements. Um, so I think working together, you know, we can rapidly evaluate the feasibility um, of, of using radiomics, radiology, however we want to look at it as a tool. Um, and there's so many things we can do going forwards to build off of what's already been done so far by doing things like linking data, um, working more closely with the health systems to, to do the translation and validation piece prospectively that, uh, you know, we're really at such an early stage and haven't seen the full value, but I think we will in the, the next few years. And we're looking forward to working with you to to uh, uncover those opportunities and even uh, through the the sites that are participating and the questions they're asking about um, what's inside their data, it's clear that um, not only can pharma um, and AI companies benefit from the data, but the providers are benefiting as well. Yeah, and in the end, I think the big give back is to the providers and the patients, which is if we do lots of research on the data, we're doing it because there's something out there that could give patients a better um, better experience, better treatment, better options. And, you know, as we make these tools out, they can be made completely free because we just publish papers and say, just use this variable this way, or they can become you know, commercial diagnostics or commercial tools that can be used, you know, in, in the context of, you know, validated treatment patterns. Um, so, you know, we're excited mm -hmm. to get to that. We're still pretty early in the, the journey on that. But I think, you know, we're in this business, at least at Graticule, and, and I think it's, it's also true from the Advocate AI team um, to have an impact on patient care. Um, so, you know, it's pretty close to our mission if we can get, um, all the work we're doing to the point of care. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Great. thanks, Dan, for uh, yeah. Thanks for pulling this together and uh, letting us uh, introduce ourselves as a team. And um, I look forward to the next podcast to explore more, um, perhaps with some of our other partners. Yeah, maybe we can dive into oncology or some specific field exactly. these days in real world data and uh, you know. That'll be a fun conversation if we can talk about some other topics that are a little deeper. But thanks so exactly. much. And uh, looking sure. forward to it again.
Indeed. Have a good day. Bye.